0: It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. I'm Dr. Vincent Medici. What a day. No one can argue that spring is not here. It certainly is. Man, this is why you live in Southern California, especially Orange County, I've got a show for you today that's about the introduction of a major shift in the way doctors like myself do medicine. Now, if there's any other way to approach symptomatic people, any other way to approach people who have health concerns, I think I've been there and done it already. And I got to tell you, against 30 years of hard academics in and out of school all the time, much to my chagrin at moments, as any of you who've plotted through academic programs recently would relate to, it amazes me that I still can tell you that for the person on the receiving end, you the patient, you the health devotee. You are concerned with helping yourself. The unfortunate trend is towards intellectualization instead of experience. And what I mean by that is what the average person does when they're sick, when they don't feel good, when they have a health concern is get on YouTube and listen to data. They listen to credentialed people talk about what to do. There's more of this than ever because the technologies allow more data acquisition than ever. The point is, this has nothing to do with it. Any more than getting more and more academic degrees in different facets of medicine have anything to do with it. It astounds me. Because I was raised in the tradition that said the more you learn, the more academics you get, the better you are. At what you do, and the better you're able to understand and manipulate the variables in a situation. So, what a doctor wants to do, if a doctor wants to be worthwhile, is keep studying. And although, on some level, that's true, bottom line is this has nothing to do with the experience of the patient. Now, this doesn't really apply to surgery, right? Because you can be John Q naive, John Q like. I don't care what, you know, a lot of people that get surgeries, they don't even know which organs are being cut. I'm serious. My sister's a nurse, and she'll agree with me immediately. We have spawned a tradition in allopathy, and it's okay for allopathy. You don't need to know what your brain surgeon's doing. You don't need to be participating in that, but... If you're in the holistic end of things, you have to be very much the participant. Now what people think participation is, what you think participation is, is data acquisition. It's your Google searches. The return on these things are very, very self-limiting. Because what really, if you watch people, and few people watch people, we don't really have a lot of clinicians. We have doctors spewing out therapy, I mean holistic doctors, forget the other ones, spewing out recipes and cookbook regimens for health and hoping to hear that good things happen and that's the end of it. And that's the way too many people function. The reality is, is that if one doctor went home with you and watched you go through the steps the rituals of health the yoga class you took the Pilates class you took the gallbladder fucks you did the new bed you bought so you could sleep better the herbs you took before you went to bed so you could sleep better the food changes you make your transition to paleo all these different things you do because you watch YouTube clips and listen to people have debates on interesting forums that sound all nifty with stacked high lists of credentials that are impressive. But on an alternate track, throwing that all down the toilet where much of it should go, if someone goes home with you and watches you in the step-by-step, day-to-day of it, I'm telling you, because I've done this so many times, you would be shocked to see how poorly You implement therapy. Two left feet would be putting it mildly. You don't know how to do and of course you're an intelligent person. You're a lawyer. You're a CPA. You're a successful business person. You've mastered your field so you're confident that all you have to do is walk into a doctor's office and have them and I mean holistic now. Chiropractors, naturopaths, nutritionists, acupuncturists, Massage therapists, Pilates instructors. All you have to do is get some instructions on a sheet of paper or a video or some clip on YouTube to look at it and look at it, and you're certain it'll happen. It won't. This is your delusion. This is why you spin. And to fix it, we haven't evolved the right model. Because what you really need is to go somewhere Add infinitum, a month, two months, three months. What you really need is to show up somewhere once a week for extended periods of time to learn. We have sold in alternative medicine the unfortunate delusion to the American public that the way you heal in holistic care is by receiving competent therapy from good doctors. That is a joke. It does not work. The returns on that statistically are poor. And they support the naysayers that study holistic medicine, chiropractic, acupuncture, naturopathy, who are quick to say as MDs, as scientists, as researchers, that statistically the outcomes are poor. What you pay to fix doesn't get fixed. I agree with them 10,000%. And that's not to indict the good intention of chiropractors, of acupuncturists, of massage therapists. They are so well intended. But our model stinks. And that's not about pointing fingers at anybody. It's not the doctor's fault so much, it's not the patient's fault. Society has major holes in it, massive gaps. And as our ecosystem di- disappears, as our ecosystem, as the air gets filthier, the water gets dirtier, more kids get unnecessarily vaccinated, as the topsoil depletes, as genetic engineering becomes more the mainstream main say of how we eat our food, as all these things combine, we are producing sicker and sicker and sicker people. To the point where even some wimp of a virus, something that for the mass percentage of America is no more than the seasonal flu, has turned the world upside down. That's how important it is to understand what I'm saying today. And what I'm saying to you is the model that holistic medicine offers you is poor. Why? Because it's not about go do this, it's about how do you interpret your experience? You are a living, dynamic organism. And anything you're told to do, your body starts shooting out messages. Some of them are flags. Some of them are green lights. But nobody's home. Nobody's listening. Nobody's taught to listen. And worst of all, and most poignant, is nobody's taught to interpret the signals. I'm going to fix this. And I'm starting on March 6th at one of the local hotels with a seminar. It's going to explain to you why some people heal and some people don't. And I am dead uncertain after 30 years that I am dead uncertain. It's because we may want to listen. And even if we do, we don't know how. Because we don't know what to listen for. Give you five quick examples. Had a guy so long ago that went on a fast. He did a water fast and he got a fever. This was a good guy trying to help himself in a sincere way. And he went on a water fast. You know, Jason Fung, Dr. Fung out there, and everybody's now into intermittent fasting, and it's like the cool thing to do. You see? Well, he goes on this fast, and he gets a fever. And over the next number of days, the fever gets worse. So now his fever's high enough to where he's concerned. Now, he had reason to be concerned in his mind, because he had had his mitral valve replaced at one point. And so the concern was is that the fever would somehow indicate that there was bacteria running around that could infect the mitral valve and cause all sorts of problems. You know, if you've got any issues in the heart and you get, you know, your your teeth scaled at the hygienist, you know, or you have gum disease, they're like, you got to take an antibiotic because that bacteria from your gums could hit your heart and create massive failure, a catastrophe. So something in this genre, this individual was told he had to be very concerned. So of course that he's had 103 fever now. He goes to his friend. His friend is a female that he knew for years and she was a doctor, medical doctor. And, of course, as a good friend, the medical doctor says, 103 fever, you have a mitral valve replaced, get to the hospital. So he goes down to some place in Los Angeles, spends some time there. They put him on IV antibiotics. Now, in this guy's mind, the signal from the body was fever. He listened to it. He knew he had a fever. So how does he interpret it? Well, he calls his friend. And how does she interpret it? And then how does the hospital interpret it? So one day this individual tells me about this. Of course, I don't hear about it. And I say, no, you see, you and everybody else got it all wrong. The reason after you have a valve replacement or a valve attenuation, you take antibiotics in the first place, is because whether it's a pig valve or titanium valve or a human cadaver valve, whatever it is, bacteria tend to congregate. That is a tissue replacing another tissue, and that tissue is going to have a less- dynamic electromagnetic field. And that's exactly where infections grow. So you're always going to have these little biofilms when you have your valves attenuated or replaced. And if they're titanium, well, then you have like a grease slick over the valve. What was happening is, as he was fasting and going into more hardcore orthophagy. Like his body was saying, his brain was saying, his soul, in conjunction with his brain, was saying, time to get rid of the excess crud in the body. He was starting to dissolve the biofilms that were in that valve. But how could he understand that? Even if he was listening, his interpretation was so far off, supported by the rest of the maniacs, that this signaled a catastrophe, a potential catastrophe. And so, they added this IV antibiotic, which is, its, is the catastrophe. Now, there, you see? If we had things designed correctly so that people would start to know how to interpret what's going on, then the deeper benefits of autophagy of this fast would have been experienced. Instead, they were preempted and then followed up with asinine therapy. There's an example of what I mean. Now, you can talk ad infinitum about fasting, and you can talk about all sorts of things, and you can just gather all your Google searches by the way, the good, the good articles in Google is censored. I mean, who's kidding who? YouTube, it's censored. You have to go to the alternate forums anyway. This is why I fall off my chair when people come in and go, you know, according to my uh, research on Google, I mean, man, please come in and say that. I have a bridge for you. It'll only cost you your house and legacy. And I'll be happy to sell you the bridge. Man, if you're that bad, where have you been? But that aside, my point to you is people need an education in interpreting the signals. On March 6th, at one of the local hotels in the Costa Mesa area, I'll be doing this seminar. And I'll be grandstanding this for the rest of my life because I'm telling you after 30 years of blood-curdling academics, I'm telling you that this is why people don't heal. And unfortunately, all we're forcing you, compelling you, persuading you, coercing you, deluding you, into thinking is, you didn't heal because you didn't find that great doctor and you're going to walk in and he's going to look at you and it's going to be love at first sight and he's going to deliver this thing for you to do and you're going to do this thing or take this thing or say this thing or chant this thing and it's going to happen. I think you deserve better than that. My fellow doctors who are now fairly younger than me They deserve more than that because what you learn when you go to chiropractic school, acupuncture school, naturopathy, massage schools, all these schools, osteopathic school, I'll even throw in medical school, dental school, is you just get really good at delivering therapy. And if you're really good at it, after 15, 20 years, you're the best at it. People just have to come in, lay down, and it all happens. Well, you know what? To some extent, to considerable extent, If you're a surgeon, if you're a medical doctor, if you're doing that standard allopathy, we call it, that's not a bad thing. But if you were a chiropractor, an acupuncturist, a nutritionist, a massage therapist, a yogic, a yoga instructor, a Pilates instructor, the whole gamut of holistic health, that's what the schools tell you. And it ain't reality. And it's forced a horrible response from the holistic community that they're not guilty of but that nonetheless they participate in, This thing about you walk in to some genius chiropractor or acupuncturist and they give you a therapy and you go, thank you, I'll come back, that helped. And then it goes away, yeah, you go try that on autoimmune issues. You go try that on chronic problems that people have had over years. You go try that even if you accept, well, it's going to take time. No, it's not. It's going to take a training. It's going to take a sensitization. It's going to take you being taught through trial and error how to interpret what your body's telling you so your body can lead you and the doctor to bingo, to the grand slam, to the home run. Your body knows the way. You can say, oh, yeah, I listen to my body. You don't know what to listen for. And even if you did know to listen for something, you don't know what it means, so you don't know the next place to go. That's why we invented doctors. Before we had sophisticated surgeries, and before we had sophisticated drugs, that's what doctors did. Hippocrates was a doctor, Galen was a doctor, Paracelsus was a doctor. In the tradition of medicine if you study the history of medicine doctors were teachers what were they teaching the specifics of how to do a gallbladder flush are you kidding me that's what you give your secretaries the responsibility for the doctor's teaching the client the patient the devotee the whatever you want to call it the art of interpreting the sounds the smells the sensations that the body's putting out. Now let's just take a population of people, suck the marrow out of their bone, make them weak, destroy the topsoil, fill the airways with genetic engineering, fill the airways with radiation, and just breed them until they're like the 20-year-olds of today. Good luck teaching them anything. Do you understand? This is a depopulation mechanism. It's called the great reset. The more clones we make, the more people are willing to hide under a rock, the further and further and further away they can get from listening to their soul. Their body is an expression of the soul. It's asking the truth seeker to kick in, interpret correctly. This is what doctors have to teach their patients without which we will never have health. And as the ecosystem depletes, forget it. Forget it. I'm Dr. Vincent Medici. If you're new to the show, this is Straight Talk on Health. There is no show like this in America. I listen to them all. I promise you, this is as hard-hitting and straight as it gets. In a sense, doomed to great success. In a sense, doomed for great failure. Truth doesn't sell. You have to respect that, but it does, and it can, and personally, I don't give a damn either way. Honestly, there's always some people that will listen, and those are my people. So on March 6th at 11 a.m. at one of the local hotels, I invite you to join me. You can call my office, 714-850-1007, for the details. And take it from there. And if you're fed up and you've been everywhere, you've been to all the places, and you're still viable, meaning you haven't been pushed beyond the line of insanity. You're not so vengeful and angry that it's been so long that you've suffered. If you can still keep your your slate clean, if you can still keep an open mind, I have a perspective for you that will work. Teaching you to heal you is the answer. It's labor intensive. We need different forums for it. This summer, I'll be opening a center somewhere in the Orange County area. And we're going to do exactly this, because this is what will work. It does work. You just have to figure out the details in a culture that's not interested in things like this. Give you a few more interesting examples. How many people live in shock, unbearable levels of stress? And the minute the therapies work, the minute you teach them the things they have to do to take the burdens off their life, you know what they do? They call up and they say, I don't know what you did, but this is horrible. I can't move my body. I can't go to work. I don't want to do my chores. I don't want to finish what's on my list. I don't want to take my children to their ball games. I was already dysfunctional. Now I'm useless. Do you know how many times I have experienced that with people? You talk about listening to your body. You talk about knowing how to interpret the signs, and you're that bad. Do you know how many people do that? Do you know how many of you listening today would do that? Do you know how many people nod their head like they get it, and then when it happens to them, they don't get it? And they're surrounded by a culture that says, Yeah, that's right. You did that fast and you didn't have any energy. You did that flush and you didn't have any energy. I came to that guy and I read that book and I looked at that video clip and I went to that seminar because I need more energy. And I did that flush and I brought my blood sugar down and I started to get a little more sleep and I started to do all these things and now I have less energy. So they took energy away from me after I paid all that money to get more energy. I have less energy. My MD was right. That's what people do. And all their bodies saying, hey, listen to me. What you're feeling is not fatigue you're starting to get relaxed. I'm your body and I'm telling you I want to rebuild you because I can. But I can't if you want to go running off to the bowling alley on a Friday night after a 50 hour work week. So I'm just asking you to relax, to regenerate so you're stronger than ever. Do you know how many people miss that? There's a second example. Think of the other guy. Fasting his way to health and ending up in ER on an IV. Here's a third example. You're stuffing your emotions. I mean you're stuffing them for years. You're so stuffed with them, your Mm. neck has like lockjaw. Your back is out. You're on the verge of disease. And then you start relaxing because you start making the right choices and then you start feeling enormous anger and your anger consumes you and you walk into work and you start yelling at your workers at your colleagues and you know it's got something to do with this new health regimen you're on and instead of basically coming to terms with what your body's telling you which is it's time to let this stuff out because if you stuff it any longer you'll die you conclude you made a mistake because once again, in that you're feeling happy, in that you're feeling too sad or too angry or too griefful, in the event that that occurs, you must have made the wrong turn. And once again, you're certain that this, whatever you did, isn't working for your health. There's another example. The day of the seminar, I'm going to go on and not Stop. For however long I stay on this station and this air, you get one thing straight and take it to the bank. You can do all the YouTube clips you want. Go to all the credential doctors you want. Unless you learn how to interpret your body' signals, you will be going around in sickness circles for the rest of your life. I'm offering you a way around that. 7148501007. Someone will get back to you if you're interested in the seminar. That's March 6th at 11 o'clock. Any of you with health concerns, you know where to call. God bless you, and see you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.